this episode. A peek at that director's cut. X meh. Thrones talk. I'm Jared. And I'm Justin. This is the Spoiler Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Spoiler Talk Podcast. Uh, hey, I, I, a new person arrives. <laughs> a new person has entered the game. This is Elton. Uh, say hello, welcome, Elton. Elton. Thank you for having me here. I'm on it. <laughs> yes, yes, the glorious Spoiler Talk Podcast. Ah, Wolverine's in the movie. Yeah, Wolverine's in X-Men. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I should have said, I, I saw you had a question mark in the show notes, so I should have been X meh? Meh? Yeah, no, because that's kind of how I f- f- uh, feel about it. Meh, is it meh? But before we get to uh, X Men, uh, well, okay, so real quick, I saw X Men, Elton saw X Men, Jared hasn't seen X Men. Um, no. Spoiler, so though, so we're, we're going to spoil it for it because he doesn't give a shit. Alright, um, but before we get to that, this week, the Batman vs. Superman Director's Cut trailer came out, and I wanted to know you, your guys' thoughts on that, because we were talking about that a couple weeks ago, about looking forward to it, and I just wanted to know everyone's thoughts on that after watching that new trailer. Uh, I'm always looking forward to a Director's Cut, just because a lot of shit gets cut out on the cutting floor, and I'd like to see kind of their, the Director's, like, actual vision for the movie that hasn't been kind of trimmed out. It may still be shit, but um, I at least want to see what their f- version of that shit was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, Batman Superman, I'll, I'll take it. I mean, go ahead and go in through this trailer. Like, It already looks like we're going to get more Clark, and that was one of my complaints with the movie, was just like there's not enough Superman in this uh, Batman versus Superman movie. And... So that's got me pleased, just seeing more Clark interviewing people. Um, I hope there's more than just those two interviews that he's doing. But, I mean, it looks like there was more stuff going on in that Africa scene, which was... I hated that whole scene, so hopefully they'll have more going on there that makes it worth something. Uh, And we see Jenna Malone's character, which was completely cut out of the movie... Uh, who who were people saying she was gonna be? Everyone was saying she was gonna be Barbara. Uh, uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I think everyone was. I think everyone was saying she was gonna be Barbara, but uh, I don't know. She, I mean, we see her for like a quick second. Uh, then we see more of the stupid Doomsday fight. And <laughs> I, yeah, there's there's Jenna Malone right there, but. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope. I hope the. Oh yeah, you know, I know she is. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Uh, the, she was the, in. Uh, she was in Donnie Darko. That's where I know her from. Was she in Donnie Darko? Yeah, she. No, she didn't die. No, she did die, but then she didn't. It was time travel. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. She didn't. Uh, Elton, uh, what? Are, Elton, I want to know. Yeah. Uh, you saw the movie. I, I, we I don't know your thoughts on it. How did you think of the original cut of it? Uh, Batman vs Superman. I felt like it was Batman featuring Superman. It was more of a Batman origin slash his movie with a little Superman drama added into it. So when it got to the climax, you're kind of on Batman's side because you've been with this guy the whole movie. And you kind of don't know much 
how Superman's grown from the tragedy of the Battle in Metropolis to where it is now. So you're like, I don't even care anymore right now. I don't really... I'm kind of invested, but I'm not. I felt like... You remember in Matrix, the, the third Matrix? Matrix Revolution? It felt so much like that. Like the last fight scene, it felt like Agent Smith and Neo fighting in a warehouse. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it it actually kind of ended the same way, too. But, um... I th- you looking at the trailer, it felt more of a more balance. It showed more Superman scenes of Superman explaining why he's in Africa. It showed the lady complaining about showing how Superman was looked at as a bad guy. So it may dive into more of that, which had me confused the whole movie. It's like, how is Superman responsible if people are getting shot and yeah. doesn't even use guns? So <laughs> it, I hope, I hope it, you know, the trailer's a trailer. We thought this movie was going to be amazing when we saw the trailer. So, you know, it gets my hopes high for it, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I think Batman, we're going to get to X-Men here in a little bit, but Batman kind of shares the same unnecessary burden that Wolverine has, where he is like their cash cow. And so I don't know if they were they're pushing hard Batman because like, oh, everyone loves Batman and Superman's kind of a you know wet blanket. And it's kind of hard to write him for some reason. Um but they're like, oh, maybe we're bringing this new character, and so we got to do a lot of backstory, and so they cut a lot of Superman stuff out. But what people were wanting from the first movie was expect an explanation of how Superman feels after destroying an entire or helping to destroy an entire city, and um, does he feel any remorse for it? Because at the end of you know Man of Steel, he was kind of like, oh, joking around that he was knocking satellites out of the sky and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think more Superman and fleshing out that character might save this movie a little bit, but. A little bit. Maybe not. <laughs> did you did you not want to see Bruce Wayne's parents die again? Did you did you not want to see oh, that? I just want a whole movie of that. Slow motion. Just whole slow motion. And I, I just like want to see um, uh, Spider Man's uncle uh, Uncle Ben getting killed. Yeah, every I, movie I, that they do. I want to see every, that again. I want, I want to see all the origin, origin stories. I want I want they, I want that to be the start of the Spider Man movie. Just die. <laughs> Like, leave Uncle Ben alone, man. Why do you keep digging him up and shoot him again? They should they should make a superhero movie called Origin Story, and it's just back-to-back every hero's origin story. Yes. And then you start with Batman, and you end with Batman. Like, yep. the same thing. I mean, it's just going to be a bunch of parents dying. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, no, I, I am too. Um, I'm curious of what... Uh, Jenna Malone's character adds to it. Um, I'm excited to see more Clark. Uh, maybe we'll see more motivation for Jesse Eisenberg's Lex, Lex Luthor, which I that was a complaint I had was just like, okay, he's crazy. That and I guess that's where we're going. That's another. <laughs> that's another. That's another thing I have with Apocalypse later. It's just like, okay, he's bad, I guess. So let's go with that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's that's my thoughts on it. I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, more later on that. More yeah. later on that. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I'll definitely want to have a discussion about that once that releases. Alrighty, let's move on to X Men Apocalypse. Or as it's written, Apaka lips. lips. <laughs> Cause his perfect little purple lips, man. <laughs> well yeah, he does have really defined lips in the comics. Yeah, no, he does, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Okay, can I... Okay, I'm just going to start out by complaining about Apocalypse, because... <laughs> <laughs> I did not like his costume. Eventually, it grew on me. Like, through... Probably, like, the third act. I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to be okay with this costume. But, like, man, his costume was bad. I did not like his costume. I, I and I've seen an alternate costume that another person made and like showed. Um, as it, it's Fox produces this, right? Like it showed uh, Fox, like, hey, this is a. Um, actually, let me see if I can find that real quick um, and show you guys. I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It was like the same studio who made Marvel's uh, yes. like Captain America costume. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same costume designers. They made Apocalypse because yes. Fox rejected their proposal, mm-hmm. but they made it anyway just to show it off. Yeah, no, here it is right here. Uh, this is the face yeah. of it. I mean, it would look more like um, Oscar Isaac. Man. But, but uh, like, this is it. <laughs> if we had that man, I don't know. I, I'd have liked that a lot more um, yeah, than, than this. Oh. But... I just he I, looks like um uh what is it what's the guy's name the original Power Rangers movie uh, Ivan Ooze I, I, that's what everyone's yeah. saying Ivan Ooze it's like Ivan Ooze and uh, Prometheus kind of mashed together yeah yeah now, uh, now okay go ahead I was like he's silly until he starts disintegrating people <laughs> and then you're like oh shit okay Ivan Ooze ain't playing around yeah <laughs> no and it's I, all fun and games until you disintegrate somebody. Pretty much. Also, I want to say, like, I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would. (laughs) Like, I, I, I think I ended up liking it a lot. Um, I do have problems with it, and we'll get into that. Um, but like, I think it was just going in with very low expectations after seeing all the bad reviews, after hearing all all the shit coming out about it, and just being like, okay, I'm just going to go in with low expectations, and I was pre- pleasantly surprised with the movie. I actually really enjoyed it, and uh, wouldn't mind seeing it again, but uh, I'm sure they'll do like a director's cut since Brian Singer is starting to do that. Uh, he did that with the Days of Futures Past, and I know there was some deleted scenes with this one, because people were talking about, like, because there's a segment in the movie where uh, the young kids kind of go to the mall, and all that was, like, cut out. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and, and, and um, me and uh, Elton were talking in the pre-show about Jubilee, and I wanted to see her powers, and apparently she shows her powers off in that mall scene. So, I, I want to see don't that. even show her powers in the movie? No, no. Like, we see Jubilee what? for a couple minutes, and then... Everyone goes goes off and does important shit while she stays around with the unimportant characters. <laughs> so that is awful. Why would you why you put her in the movie? Because she looks Fan cool. Service, yeah, Fan That's basically what X Men is. Yeah, no, yeah. that it's like you yeah. know this character you liked in comic book. Here he is. Boom. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Well, I, I want to know how they've dealt with some of the new heroes that we haven't seen, like in the new like reboot uh, since. First class, like Storm had to deal with her, um, Angel, uh, like Nightcrawler. Um, like, how do they deal with these new characters? Did they have any backstory? It was just pretty much you sh- they assumed that you knew who they were. Well, with uh, yes and no. I mean, Storm, you get sort of a backstory. Like, they show her being um, a thief, a petty thief, and Apocalypse meets her in like uh, before she gets caught from being a thief, which. Uh, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. 
I liked um, that scene. So he <laughs> he kind of like kills people because she was being a thief. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, um, no. Short answer, not really. There's no real backstory to these characters. No, no, it's, it's just like, like, okay, we know that's Storm because it looks like Storm and she's controlling the weather. We know that's Nightcrawler because it looks like Nightcrawler and he's teleporting. We know that's Angel because he's got wings. We we know who these characters are. Um, and, and that's it. Now, what about um, Sophie Turner? Was it just like Sanzo with mind powers or did she actually like have a like, a new take on the role? She was doing an accent. She was doing an accent. Uh, I don't know what accent she was doing. I didn't like the accent she was, she was doing. She was good. I mean, I thought she was good, but like at first, out of a big vote of confidence. <laughs> uh, she, just, uh, <laughs> she was good. I think Justin's paused though. Oh, you can't hear me. And we're back. All right, we're back. So you asked about this episode? Oh, wait, <laughs> no, we're not, not that back. Fucking Skype. Um, so you were talking. Yeah, we'll, I was talking about we'll, uh, Bree, not what's her face, uh, Sophie Turner. Yeah, Sophie, Sophie Turner. Turner. Yeah. Uh, Justin, you can go. <laughs> you cut off. You got cut off. Oh yeah, I got cut off. Um, her accent kind of bothered me, but I got used to it. Um, I'm just used to her in Game of Thrones, and she she does kind of ha- she tries to do something different. Um, and it just kind of bothered me a little bit at the beginning, but I got used to it pretty quick. Uh, but I mean, she was fine throughout it, and I and I really liked what they kind of do with her later in the movie um she kind of felt like gohan if we're gonna do more dragon ball z things uh in that last scene it was just were they they... go ahead no i was just gonna say i mean it just that kind of like the end fight kind of seemed like gohan and uh she she was gohan and uh professor x was goku and it was just and they were just like killing cell and i mean that whole scene felt like that because it was just like unleash and all that. It was if and, and I I liked that because um, because it, it felt like that scene yeah. from DBZ and that's one of my favorite scenes in DBZ. But yeah. Now did she go Phoenix or did they hint to that like later on? Oh, or did she actually no, go no, Phoenix? They fully show uh like when she, like yeah. when she like unleashes her power at the end of the movie because that's that's how they kill Apocalypse is they is um they all kind of work together and everyone's kind of doing their part but then um like. Professor X is just like you have to like unleash your power. You have to because like the whole movie, she's been trying to uh, contain her stuff and all that. And then at the very end, she just like goes full like Phoenix. Like the whole like fire Phoenix comes out behind her and everything, and it just like disintegrates Apocalypse. And it, it's a pretty cool scene, and I, I liked it. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So was there as much yelling in this movie as there was in the trailer? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 because like in the trailer we see everyone yelling, but we can't hear them yelling, uh, right. and it's it's kind of like the same in the movie. Like we see we see everyone going, Ugh, but no, we don't really hear them. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. Well, cool. I mean, uh, I might, might go pick this up or make her see this before it comes out of theaters. But uh, so, yeah. you, you all give it a thumbs up, or what would y'all give it? I'd give it a I'd thumbs it. up. Yeah. Yeah, give it a thumbs up. I mean, yeah. it has a lot of good scenes in there. I remember, um, okay, like my first good scene was uh, Magneto has a family. Yeah, he's been hiding out since he's tried to kill the president. He's been hiding out in another country, and so uh, one day, like a tremor set off by apocalypse, it's felt around the world. So one of his coworkers is about to get killed by like a steel, like a steel, uh, 
I don't know what it is, some machinery. Yeah, some big uh, machine. Mag- magnetism. But his coworkers report that to the police. So they come and try to take him away. Instead, like, uh, he wants to, he wants to go freely, but his daughter doesn't want him to go. And then she has mutant powers where she controls, like, animals. Mm-hmm. Like, her distress and animals started acting crazy. Yeah. And so they tried to capture him and one of the guys had a bow and arrow, which, what is the arrow made out of? Is okay. It metal? That, that's but, a, well, that's, no, that's a complaint I have was that weak ass arrow killed both of them. That was, Oh my god! <laughs> like, 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 oh man! All the kill, the kill streak, man. You had a kill. Streak. I, I <laughs> Two just and one. That's a medal. Right? Man, that was Wait, just so who, got, who got killed. Okay, so oh man, so yeah, go ahead. Wife, go ahead. daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, like let go of the arrow. Didn't even look. So it's like Call of Duty trick shot shit, and it killed both of them. <laughs> and like, they, well, they, they throw up a double kill on the screen. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> play yes. of the play of the game, <laughs> Hanzo. That really would take the emotion out of the moment. Yo, when that happened, movie theater was straight quiet, and I was just like, "Yo, they are so they are so dead. They are dead." Yeah. Dead. And Magneto's daughter had like a locket, and he just like started using it, and it was like just going through their necks, just like. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, no, Dang. that that was a great scene. I really enjoyed that. The only thing that bothered me about the scene was that weak ass arrow going through both of them. Uh, <laughs> you uh, gotta kill him some way, man. You I know, but but him. it was just like this tiny tiny bow and this tiny arrow, and that, and he wasn't even like pulling back on it or anything. It just kind of like let go, and it went through both of them. But okay, <laughs> but that was the only thing that bothered me about that scene. But I loved that scene. I thought that was great, um, and especially like you know, uh, Fass, uh, Michael Fassbender, like his reaction to it, like uh, shouting up into the sky at God and all that. Like, is this what you want for me? Is this what I'm supposed to be? I re- I really liked yeah. that. I uh, and I really, I really liked that. He probably brings the emotion. Every X Men movie he's been in, he's brought out. Emotion, like in X Men First Class, he was um his family were killed by like Nazis, so he was Mm -hmm. on a mission to kill who, you know, he was he was hunting Nazis, and you kind of felt his passion through that. And then um Days of Future Past, he wanted to he was on a plane with Professor X, and he was listing all the mutants that were killed because they were mutants who've been experimented on. The plane started rocking, and it was getting crazy. And it was like, where were you, Charles? Like, I was intense. And in this yeah. movie, and in this movie, his family gets killed. So he's like, he was, he's on 10. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird how he, like, do you feel, like, Justin, do you feel like it was weird how he just turned on Apocalypse? Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm off for revenge. I don't care about humanity anymore. Yeah. No, it, then, I, I mean, he was going, he was going full, like, super villain at the end when he was doing his thing so like jared like in the trailer when you see like all the buildings being destroyed and all that that's all magneto that's so like um apocalypse has buffed up all of these people right so he's buffed up man buffed up magneto and like he can now control like magnetic fields of the earth and stuff like that which i i I think he does that in the the cartoon i think he does that um i can't remember Uh 
I can't remember. I, think he I can't remember. remember. Deflection, like shield. Yeah, yeah, like he, like he would put, kind of put up a shield around himself. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he buffs him up to where he can like control the ma- magnetic field of the Earth. So he's just wrecking shit all over the globe, going s- so super villain. Um, and then he's, then he just kind of looks over and he sees Apocalypse, uh, kind of beating up Mystique. And then, then he decides to turn on Apocalypse. And it was just like, that felt, that's weird. <laughs> like, yeah, cause I guess they were ex-lovers, but it's like, I mean, my wife and daughter died yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care anymore, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get, like, I, I get Storm's, like, betrayal of him, because, like, Mystique has been her, like, hero, and then when he's, when she sees this guy, like, attacking her hero, it's just like, yeah. am, am I following the right guy? Like, is this the right guy that I'm supposed to be following? Um, and I and I and I got that. Um, yeah, yeah. Mystique's role was pretty in- interesting in this movie. Like she's propped up as a savior mm-hmm. for mutants because of her actions. She uh, kind of saved uh, the president and yep. showed that he- mutants aren't this hor- aren't horrible creatures. And so Storm has a picture of her in her house, saying yep. like, "This is my hero." Yeah, you know, like how people would have the president. In their house, like she's like she told Apocalypse, "This is my hero." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, going back to Michael Fassbender. I mean, throughout the last three movies, he's been um, just uh, you're saying that he kind of brings the emotion to it, and you know, just kind of going back to the first class, like when he killed, but he finally got revenge on like Sebastian Shaw. Like that was a, an intense scene. I mean, it was that was so it was, good. It was the perfect revenge, and it was. I mean, for him, it was like the best. I mean, it was like this slow way he could get his exact his revenge on. But mm-hmm. like Michael Fassbender always brings that intensity. So, regardless um, of the plot points, I'm sure he he did the best he could with the script, and sounds like he did a pretty good job. Yeah. No. Yo, shouldn't he be? Shouldn't he be the new James Bond? Like, Ooh, yeah, I'd like him he, as the. He probably fit. Yeah, I'd like him as the new James Bond. I'm tired of Daniel Craig. Let's get rid of Daniel Craig. <laughs> Daniel Craig and his old woman face. He's uh he hates being James Bond apparently. I, that's Daniel fine. I, I'm old? so I I agree with him. I agree with him. <laughs> what that he, he he should hate being James Bond? No, that I'm just tired of him being the James Bond. I'm ready for oh. a new James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean I think it, I mean just I think just maybe being the same character for so long. I, I mean we're going to get into Hugh Jackman territory here, but I think he's probably get sick and tired of playing Wolverine. I mean, he's the yeah. only guy that, you know, has been it for ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's, let's talk about Wolverine. It's, it's kind of like an extended cameo in the movie. It really, yeah. it's, it's like, how can we throw Wolverine into this movie? Oh, let's take them to the, uh, the, uh, what, what's the lake called? It's the old warehouse where they tested on him. Um, I forgot, man. Yeah, um, but it's the it's the same location as that that's in X Men Two. Um, they so, like, oh, okay. so many things wrong with the Wolverine cameo. <laughs> so I thought I, when he came when he came out and he was like in that Weapon X like outfit, I was, I was like, oh, that's cool. They they put him in the original outfit and stuff, and then then he goes on. And like full on rampage, just killing all these people, and I'm like, oh my god, they're showing like blood for once. Like his his weapons are making blood appear. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then and then he just kind of <laughs> like and then he just kind just stumbles off into the forest, and that was it. Oh, that. Was- 
Oh, yeah, man. Well, I was gonna ask if uh, <laughs> if he had any important role, but apparently it was just it was just. Uh, nope. Oh yeah, Wolverine's in this movie. We have to pay our Yo. dues. Yep. You missed the best part. Like, okay, like you know the Weapon X costume, right? It had mm-hmm. as goggles, right? Yeah. But they they like they can't cover Hugh Jackman's face. Like, no. why pay him? No, money no, no. no. So it. it's it's just so like right here. <laughs> These just got like a head, like a metal headband with yeah. boxes next to it. It looks freaking ridiculous. <laughs> and so he's like killing people, but his chamber is right next to the power station. <laughs> he's like in a, he's like in a cage. You kind of can tell when the budget of this movie was stretched thin because <laughs> he's just where in a he, box. Where Wolverine is, is box next to the power cables, like next to the uh. <laughs> The output, the input box, right? What's mm-hmm. it called? The circuit box? Oh, I don't know what it's called, but it was it was sure. some kind of yeah, some kind of power yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, and it's like, do you hear that? That's breathing, and there's like no other cages around him. So it's yeah, like let's put Wolverine in this cage next to the the box. And what I thought, what I thought it was going to be was, I thought it was going to be um, kind of like they go in there and he's in that kind of like bathtub that he's in in the older movies getting the stuff done and I thought he was just going to be like in that like tub just kind of like laying in there and they were going to wake him up somehow but no he was in a cage locked up whatever I don't care quick cameo obligatory uh, cameo Um, oh and talking about obligatory cameos Stan Lee's cameo was so weird I think this was kind of like one of the awkwardest Stan Lee's cameos because, okay, they usually play up uh, his cameos for laughs. Like, it's usually a joke cameo. This, they put him in the middle of, like, one of the most serious scenes in the movie as, like, a victim who thinks he's about to die. And I'm just like, oh my god, that's so weird. Like... Yeah. He's, he's, like, holding his real life. Yeah, he's, he's holding wife as the as his like neighborhood is being lifted off the ground it kind of calls back to when um x-men 3 oddly because he lives in the same neighborhood as gene gray right yeah and x-men 3 yeah so it's like it's like a call back to that i feel like I this movie know. is making fun of x-men 3 the whole time <laughs> well i mean so, uh, they, they, yeah, go ahead why just going back why did they go why were they in the facility uh, where Wolverine was. Um, they like, just, how did they get there? Just, just I, so, I, I'm wondering if they wouldn't want to make any more uh, callbacks to X2 because it's kind of it's a really shitty movie. I don't know okay, why okay. they want to remind people about it. Okay, so like, let's do a quick plot run through real quick. All right, so okay, um, yeah, that'd be best. Yeah, so so um, uh, what's her name? Taggart. Uh, oh. No, what's her name? Um, Moira, 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 God, I can't say Moira, 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 uh, so she, um, basically causes the awakening of Apocalypse, so, um, when, uh, Apocalypse wakes up, he goes and he finds Storm, um, and I, okay, I, real quick, I really liked the scene where he was just kind of like, what the fuck is all this technology stuff, I loved that, (laughs) Um, I really liked that, um, cause it was goofy, just like him walking around in this, uh, like, cloak and just like, ooh, TV! And stuff like that. I, I liked that. Um, so then, uh, he basically goes on a quest to find, like, some of the strongest mutants, which leads him to finding Magneto. And then, um, 
uh, Charles tries to contact Magneto, and while he was contacting Magneto, um, Charles kind of like accidentally connects to Apocalypse. And that kind of goes into like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is like when Apocalypse kind of like uh, uh, hijacks um, uh, Charles's powers. That was one of the. That's one of my favorite scenes. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Is um, so like uh, Charles accidentally connects to Apocalypse, and he's just like, "Thanks for letting me in," and he just like takes over Cerebro, and like um. Then he connect the apocalypse using Charles's powers connects to like every military guy who has one of those nuclear keys and then launches like every nuke, um, like every nuke in the globe. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like this isn't the third act. Like, what is going on? Like, th- it yeah. felt it felt like it was like the end of the movie. Like, oh my god, what is happening? And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I just, I don't know why, like, Apocalypse just didn't aim those missiles right back down to Earth. He, but he shoots the missiles up into space. So no country has nuclear weapons. Um, which I don't know why he just didn't destroy, like, everything. Because I think in the first class, they established that radiation doesn't harm mutants, don't they? Uh, because that would, because, that was that was uh, Sebastian Shaw's goal was to start a nuclear war. Um, two, two different directors, man. Two different directors. Yeah, well, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm just no. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you know, what's lore? I mean, I don't, I don't well, I mean, we we know continuity does not matter in these movies because uh, <laughs> just re- just uh, really quick, and then I'll get back to the plot overview. Uh, in Days of Futures Past, when uh. It ends with like Mystique taking Wolverine. Like oh, yeah. that is never brought up. That is never, never touched. Like it does not change anything. He still winds up with Stryker. That, that, that. Oh my God, that annoys me. That that is never touched upon. That and I don't even know why they did it in the end of the in Days of Future's Past because it's just like why not just have Stryker taking him and just be like oh yeah fuck Stryker still got him and he's gonna turn him into Weapon X which is what happens why did they put the stupid Mystique eyes on Stryker okay okay let's get back to this movie <laughs> focus um so after they um. After Apocalypse launches all the nukes into space, he teleports uh, to the mansion, kidnaps Charles, then Havoc accidentally blows up the X-Men mansion, and then that's when uh, Quicksilver... Uh, Dumbass. Yeah, no, that's that's what happens. He he ends up... <laughs> he, he kills himself and almost kills everyone else in the mansion. Uh, but Quicksilver, the deus ex uh, machina that he is saves everyone out of the mansion which is a cool scene i liked it but i mean it's just basically yeah, a redo of the other scene in the in the days of future's past um, like that one scene but extended yeah no that's that's exactly what it is it um yeah. but i mean i still enjoyed it and i th- th- still thought it was great what i liked more about quicksilver was his scene later and then i'll get to that um uh, in a second so then after the mansion blows up then Stryker and his strike force comes in and kidnaps some of the mutants. And he's just like, what is going on? Uh, we pinpointed the 
t- uh, telepolethic uh, uh, point from the mansion that this is what caused it. And I only know, like, one of the strongest psychics lives in that mansion, so it must have been Charles. Um, so... He basically uses it as an excuse to kidnap a bunch of mutants, um, and then that's how we get to the facility, so we can get our Wolverine cameo. Um, so then we get our Wolverine cameo, he kills a bunch of people, they escape, then they um, go straight to Cairo, I think, go, go straight to Cairo, Egypt, where Apocalypse has built a, like a brand new pyramid, um, like, he wants his dope-ass pyramid, uh, so... Um, Who does who doesn't want their own dope ass pyramid, right? Um, uh, then, then we get kind of like the final battle where uh, Apocalypse is trying to transfer his essence into Charles so that he could have the uh, the telepathy, uh, which is like one of the powers he doesn't have, um, which is like one he's always wanted to have. Um, which I thought that that was kind of cool, uh, but of course that fails, and then they beat him. And then, um, uh, Phoenix goes all Phoenix, kills Apocalypse. Then, for some reason, they just forgive Magneto for everything he did and killing millions and millions of people, uh, which that's a problem that I have with the movie. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, Magneto gets off scot free again. Ag- and they're friends. And they're friends. Like, you'll always be a good friend. Yes, friend. Like, we're best friends. Totally ignore that I almost destroyed the world. <laughs> yeah, after, um, after Man of Steel, that, that kind of stuff doesn't, shouldn't fly anymore. I mean, because people yeah. gave that movie so much shit for just, yeah. just one city. And if there's a character like Magneto, I mean, Charles and Magneto have, throughout the last three movies since uh, uh, um, uh, new, um, First Class, They've been kind of this on and off again relationship, and it seems like there's something keeping them together. But apparently, it's stronger than millions of people dying. Um, yep. So yeah. 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 No. So you know, Man of Steel. No, they destroy Metropolis. Magneto destroys like every infrastructure in the world, and like it's nuts. And then he gets off scot free. So um. So yeah, then, isn't he still in the country? Like, didn't he try to kill the president? Yeah, no, he tried to kill the president, and then, no, and then he's at the X-Mansion in this, at the end of this. Um, uh, but then he leaves, and then they show the team, um, the new team of X-Men with their new costumes, and I love that. I loved the new costumes. I don't know why we just can't have those costumes the whole movie, because they were awesome, and, um, I really hope we are done with, like, the just all black leather costumes, because... Brian Singer loves those costumes. He loves he those. He, he loves those black leather costumes. But man, I I really liked the the costumes that they the had. It, yeah, like Jared, you can probably find an image of the last shot of where they're all kind of standing with their new costumes, and it, they I mean they really do look great. Um, I think. Um, then the movie ends. Then the post credit scene is um a bunch of like men in suits coming in and cleaning up the facility where Wolverine has uh, killed everyone. So, like, they're vacuuming up the bullets, they're sponging up the blood, they're taking away all the bodies, they're just cleaning everything up, and then um, they're, they're taking, like, info and files on uh, Wolverine, and then they take some of his Weapon X blood, I guess? Um, that's what that was? Uh, like, just so they can have, like, regeneration blood, I guess? Um... Mm-hmm. 
then uh, they put it in a briefcase, they close the briefcase, and then on the briefcase it shows Essex Corp. I didn't get that until I looked it up. Apparently that's Mr. Sinister. Um, oh. So, so that, that I mean, it's just a tease that Mr. Sinister is probably going to be the next villain. So, Mr. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what awful thing they're going to make Magneto do to, to finally make the split between Xavier and Magneto. Because... And you know, obviously, everyone knows that they have that rival in the comic books, and um, it's kind of well. Even in the movies, the first three, they already had that established. But I mean, if if destroying infrastructure and killing people is not doing it, I wonder what they if they ever do it, um, what it's going to come about. And um, you know, so, so they they alluded to another movie coming. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, okay. it's going to be in the nineties. Oh, nice. Oh, they're jumping yeah. another century. I heard that oh it's going to be in the 90s. Um, I think he's going to have to kill uh, Moira. He's going to have to kill her. Magneto. Yeah. And then that's what will kind of like break them up. Yeah, yeah, because Professor X is like a perv in this kind of. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's like, it was, no, it was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Basically, basically he uses his... You know, mind powers kind of, kind of like to spy on Mora every once in a while, and I thought I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, because you think like, what would a guy do with his psychic powers? Like, I mean, he's a guy still. <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of alluded to that in the first in, in first class where he was picking up women in the bar and stuff yeah. and using it to you know, using his powers for personal gain. Yeah. Yeah, what would you do with him? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he was, uh, they kind of, I guess, set that up already, so that's interesting. Yeah, it was kind of funny, like, are you, he's, like, asking her, like, bruh, you're in a wheelchair, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> Man, yeah, um, uh, what's kind of, like, some final thoughts? I definitely, I, I definitely think it was a lot better than I was expecting, um, uh, yeah. I can, t- I, dev- I still have problems with it because, like, the end of it is just, like, kind of crazy. Like, everything's blowing up. The whole world is going to shit. And then everyone has no consequences after that. And, um, yeah. But, I mean, I, I, mm. I enjoyed it still. I did. I don't yeah. know where I would rank it with the other ones yet. I probably have to wait a little bit while and see it again before I rank it with the other ones. But, no, I definitely enjoyed it. I still thought the nice. apocalypse costume like was cool. dumb. What's that? Huh? What? Oh, I was gonna say my speak, but what were you gonna say? Oh, I, I was just gonna say the. I still think the apocalypse costume was dumb, and I think they could have done better with that. But you his boots, his big shoes. <laughs> they they stood out. They they really stood out because it was just like whenever he was standing alone, I was just like, God, he's got huge feet. <laughs> It's silly. He has huge feet. This is yeah. pretty funny. Um, uh, my final thoughts. It's kind of funny how before you even see the movie, you have one of the characters like, "Hey, we work really hard on this movie. See, see look at some of the behind the scenes stuff. We work really hard. So go easy on us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, all these people worked. You know, nice. so um, yeah. uh, it going in, I was like, oh boy. I hope it's not last stand material, but it, it it was pretty good. Um, I don't know where I'd rank with the the trilogy. Yeah. 
Uh, I liked it more than... I think I like it more than the first two X-Men. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. I, I think I'd give it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm, but, around, I'm around that, too. Yeah, X2 is like... X2 is like an 8 out of 10. First Class is a 9 out of 10. Yeah. The first class is really good. It's hard yep. to top that. And I think the common problem with X-Men movies is that the cast is... The wide, the more characters you get, the less development means the less the less you care about these characters or what happened to them. And I kind of felt that, right. but kind of didn't. I feel like X-Men should be a Netflix series, to be honest. And that's the only way you can flush <laughs> out these characters enough to really care about them unless it's like it needs to be like a game of thrones like it has to be a lot of characters because it's a lot yeah no it is and uh, i mean aren't they making a tv show even Hmm? oh i i said aren't they aren't they they making a tv show i thought there was some kind of tv show in the works man i'm gonna watch that i mean if that's what you were just asking for <laughs> no, no, the show they were coming out with, it just sounded terrible. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know <laughs> no, what. Sh- <laughs> it was like, they should make a TV show. Hey, they're making a TV show. Man, fuck that. I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, what you were saying, yeah, what you were saying makes sense. Uh, I mean, with, we keep going back to the uh, Disney Marvel universe. The reason why they're. Their group, uh, you know, Avengers movie works because they've established them in their separate movies. Um, in Game of Thrones, they've set them, they've spent time on each character so that you do care about each one instead of just saying, here's a bunch of characters and just try to do it all at once. Uh, so they've, Marvel as Disney has earned that. Um, that's kind of a, a reoccurring theme with <laughs> when we talk about character development is that Disney does it better than most others. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you don't care about the characters, why am I here? Right. Okay. <laughs> um, so my final thoughts are is nothing because I haven't seen the movie. There we go. <laughs> so um, fun. Yeah, fun scenes. I wasn't ever yeah, bored. Yeah. I wasn't bored. No, I wasn't either. Bored. No, I, and I've and I've seen people saying that they were bored, and I'm just like, really? Were you bored? Like, I I wasn't. No, I, I didn't think it was a boring movie. I enjoyed it. Um, so with the few mentions of Game of Thrones, I think we can move on to Game of Thrones. Now, Elton, you don't watch it, I don't think. No, I don't watch no. it, no. Do you, do you mind being spoiled on it? Uh, it does not matter. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, this wasn't really a, this wasn't really a spoilery episode. Um, no. This was kind of like a lot of setup stuff. Um, so, okay, let's, yeah, let's just move on to Game of Thrones. Okay, I'm not, and I'm just gonna start it off by saying fuck Tommen. I am so sick of Tommen. Um, I, I am, he, okay, that scene, right? Uh, um, what, what, what is it? Um, Jamie coming up to the, uh, the keep, the, uh, what, what is that place, the building called? Going up to the keep, and then, um, and then, like, Red Keep. It's, not the um, not the Red Keep. Yeah, no, but the, red. the the one where the sparrows at. The church. Let's call yeah, that. Yeah, the church. Okay, so Jamie going up to to the church with the uh with the army and stuff. I was just like, "Fuck yeah, I'm ready for this." And then Tommen Tommen comes out and he's just like, "There will be no blood spilled today, because uh, I have like sided with uh the sparrows," and I'm like, "God." 
damn it! That would make me so mad! <laughs> like a bitch. Yeah, that's how it came out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that really pissed me off. I mean, I, that, we, last time we've talked about the last couple episodes, that's what I've been waiting for. Like, this is building up to a confrontation. Yeah. I want it to be awesome. And then just kind of completely took the wind out of the sails of mm-hmm. this huge army they brought up. Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, Tom is being played very well, um, yeah. and it really kind of messes everything up. Um, I predicting he is probably going to die within this season. Yeah, no, I can and see that. I, and he is. I I really don't care if he does. I don't either. <laughs> I'm no, because he's such a pushover. Like everyone can yeah. just talk to him, and then he will just do exactly what they say. Like, if it's his mom, if it's Jamie, if it's uh, uh, Marjorie, if it's the Sparrow, he is such a pushover, and I hate him. I hate him, yeah. I hate well, him, speaking, I hate him. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Marjorie, do you mm-hmm. think she's playing a part? Or do I, you think that she is literally, that she legitimately has turned? I, do, I don't think she has. I think she's doing it just to get out of where she's at. Um, yeah. Uh, because I really don't, I, I don't think Marjorie would do that, because she's, she's, she, they've showed that she's smarter. You know, because yeah. well, and... she, when she saw her brother, she was like, you know, we need to get out of here. I mean, she was really dedicated to kind of getting him out. And I think that she is smarter than Tommen, obviously, um, that she has to play this part um, to, in order to get out and to kind of gain the upper hand. So I think that she's, she definitely is. She played it well, I think. Because at first I was like, did she really? Uh, yeah, like, did she really join the crazy side? You know, all with the <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that would have been sick. Because her character's been really good so far. Yep. So that pissed me off. Tommen, Tommen. I'm just, I'm just so done with Tommen. Um, because man, I was so hoping for that. Ugh, but I, st- I still think we'll get it because uh, I, I remember in one of like the season previews or whatever, it was just like Cersei challenging, uh, what's his name, saying like, oh yeah, there's gonna be blood or whatever. So I, th- I think we're right. still gonna get that confrontation. We just weren't getting it as soon as I was hoping. Um, he, he was, um, Jamie, Jamie was stripped of his, um, of his, uh, Kingsguard. Yep. Or did he quit? No, he, he no, he, no. Tommen basically said, get out. Like, that was it. Yeah. Like, because, and, oh my god. Oh, fuck Tommen. Alright. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, I want to go, like, some of the things was, you were saying that it's build up. Uh, one of the things that they've been uh, alluding to, even mm-hmm. in the books, was this, this awful relationship between um, what's his face, uh, Sam and his family. Like the yep. reason why he's at the wall, the reason why he took the black was because he was in line to be the heir to his family, but mm-hmm. his father didn't want this fat, lazy guy, you know, who essentially was a waste of space in his eyes to take yeah. the throne. So he, in the books, and I think it says it in the show, but in the books, they said they, they went on a hunt and they took him out and he gave his son an ultimatum, take the black or you will not come back to the house today. Like I will kill you right here. Oh my god! And so I mean, his father in the in in this uh, show they really brought that character out that, that they've alluded to that his father is a huge fucking dick. Yeah, and that um you know he in the middle of a dinner you know calling his son out and you know mm-hmm. you think you've had enough to eat boy you know like as he's putting food in his mouth and, yeah you know, <laughs> he's really ragging no, on him the just an time. ass just a, just an overall ass like everyone is in this show yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. It, 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 Hodor that much more, but uh, but yeah, I I like that Sam took his took the uh, the family sword at the end. That was a nice touch. Yeah, no, kind of yeah. showed some some balls on his part. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, I also liked Aya getting her little sword back. Um, I'm so I'm oh. so happy for Aya. She is out of that shit. I'm so happy. I and I called that. Did I did I call it on the show? But I was like, um, I can't remember if I Probably. called it on the show. But I was just like, I don't think she's gonna do this. I think she's never. She's always gonna be Aya. She's never gonna let go and become this nameless person assassin. She's not. She's always gonna be Aya. And I loved it when she kind of just like got fed up with it and saved that lady and then went and like reclaimed her stuff. And I am so excited for her to kill that other girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, her character development has always been that she's had the sense of ju- like a base level justice that people get what they deserve. Mm-hmm. And her first, I, mean, I don't think it was her first kill actually, but um, one of her kills is the idea is that you know, she keeps asking, like, what did you do wrong? And the answer was, like, if you work for the the, the, the god of many faces, it doesn't matter what they've done. Like, someone yeah. asks for them to be killed, you do your job, and that's it. And, and yeah. so that was always going to come to a head in the show. Mm-hmm. And I, she finally met somebody who she looked that she thought was a, a nice person and that there was a more evil person in her midst that should have been killed and why should she live and this yeah. other woman die. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that, she, yeah, she had that base level... Rowdy and uh, but now but now she's got the the fucking ninjas after her now. Good, I'm ready. I'm ready for that. I want her to take on the wave. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready. Um, because no. that I'm so sick of that girl too. There's a lot of people I'm just tired of. Um, that girl with the uh, the bob cut or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's annoying. Now, I, I, I someone on this on the Game of Thrones subreddit pointed pointed out that um. Uh, oh man, what's his name? What's his name? The assassin guy, uh, um, Jock Jockwin. Um, yeah. He he says he says something kind of. Jacket. He says something kind of weird where it's just like you could kind of interpret it as like um maybe he's talking about um the waif failing because of the way that she refers to herself as I and like you've been promising me and all that stuff which is like totally against uh like their whole religion thing so right. maybe he is actually talking about her failing and then sending her to go to Aya so Aya can kill her because she's just like a failed apprentice um so someone pointed that out. I think that would be cool if that was like the whole thing. But really, I'm sick of both of them because <laughs> I'm just <laughs> uh, so I can kill. You're sick of Jacken. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, uh, uh, also, Uncle Benjamin came back. Yeah, yeah. I, I always uh, assume that he because you know the idea that if you don't you don't see someone die or see a body, they really can still come back, and so. Yeah. They've always kind of had these like clues that he was dead, but I'm glad mm. they brought him. Oh, I think he did die. And they he brought did. Him back. He did. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Was like he actually did die, and then the children brought him back. So he's kind of like a half, half white or half Walker, um, which I think is yeah, really well, interesting. They, yeah, they healed him the same way they made a white Walker. They yeah, stick so, a big piece of dragon glass in his chest. Yeah, which I don't. I don't know how that heals you or how that turns you into something, but <laughs> apparently it does. Uh, stick it in a different way. <laughs> stick it in a different hole yeah um <laughs> um yeah but i'm glad to see him back uh like once it, like he started rescuing them and i was just like oh god it's gonna be benjamin and when he t- took off his mask it was him and i was i was really happy about that um 
Yeah, so, when I saw that, I was like, of course that's Ben Jin. Like, they're trying to cover it up. Like, oh, who could it be? Yeah. Like, who else? Who yeah. the fuck else is out yeah, here? Who, who else is up there? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then the episode ends with um, Daenerys getting her, her dragon coming back and um, her giving another rousing speech. Now, yeah. I want to ask you, are you bored with all of this? Like, are you bored with, like, everything is going to, like, everything that she does just ends with a speech, and then it's just going to move on slowly, nothing's going to happen, then she gives another speech, then it's going to move on slowly, nothing happens. Like She is very speech-heavy, um, yeah. but I think it's, in, in some cases, necessary. She is trying to build this army and build this... Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope that her riding a fucking dragon is the end of the speeches... I mean, yeah. obviously, I mean, you think that her surviving a burning house or a burning, you know, structure and, mm-hmm. and coming out unscathed would be the, the final one, but no, she has to ride a fucking dragon. Um, yeah. So, I, she, you know, her character is this like no, has this nobility to her, and so she has she's trying to build this army, build loyalty in a foreign land. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm actually I'm I'm kind of sick and tired. Uh, I think they just need to fast forward her trudging through the desert and just yeah. get to Marine and do what they need to do there. Yep. Um, because she needs to get across and just do something because it's getting kind of boring. Uh, yep. I, I agree. Yep. Um, but I so. did, I did really like that and I was, I was really happy to see the dragon again. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I want, I want to see her interact with, um, Tyrion, uh, cause I mean, their, their clash of ideas is going to be a really big turning point. Yep. Um, and you think they're going to have what's his face, uh, find a cure for his grayscale. What's his name? Oh uh, God, I forgot his name. Uh, Sir Jor- Sir Jorah. Yeah, Sir Jorah. Jorah. I yeah no. He got I, th- sent on a I think he's dead. I think he's gonna die. Um, but I'm sure there will be some plot plot that they kind of like draw out. But I I think no, he's not coming back. Um, well, I mean, yeah, he will come back. But I mean, I don't think he's gonna find a cure. Um, but. Uh-oh. But I didn't. Uh, be fitting. I mean, uh, be fitting uh, uh, as far as Game of Thrones goes. Mm-hmm. Um, having glorious deaths and not so glorious deaths for their main characters. So yeah. Um, yep. No, yeah. but I I did enjoy the episode. There was a lot of uh, like setup stuff with uh, you know Aya and then um, you know Benjen coming back and stuff like that. So I'm excited. I I am so sick of Tommen. I'm ready for him to go. Uh, because <laughs> that that just that whole scene just pissed me off when he came out of that came out of, opened those doors and came out and said there will be no bloodshed today. Um, no. Oh my god, that pissed me off. All right, so I think that wraps up the Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, one of the rumors that's going around is that um, Brie Larson is going to be playing Captain Marvel. Thoughts. Uh, Elton, Elton, uh, Elton. I, I reserve my thoughts um, until I see it on the screen. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Elton. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, Brie Larson never left an impression on me, so I don't know. I mean, is that a good or a bad thing? But I kind of, you kind of got to trust Marvel at this point because of uh, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, Black Panther, I mean, and Ant Man, like they're they're good at what they do. Yep. So just, eh, you know, I don't know who Brie Larson is, and maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> no, and, and she, I, um, yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, I was just going to okay. say, like, I couldn't remember anything she's been in besides The Room, and I haven't seen The Room. Oh, it's Room, not The Room. The Room is with Tommy Wiseau. I, I, whatever. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Taddy um, me a pot. Um, she's in Community. In the, uh, she, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't remember her at all. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, but. <laughs> Great casting. <laughs> now, I, for, well, the, the article I linked to, the article I linked to, um, uh-huh. has Chris Evans like really getting behind her casting. So, really? I mean, there's one person who thinks that she'd be really good to play the part. Well, well that's is great. she dating him? Are they what? together? Is she dating him? I don't know. Are they? <laughs> hey. Let's go to the internet. <laughs> Well, I mean, if he backs her, all right. Who would you rather have, Justin? As as Captain Marvel? Yeah. I was one of those Emily Blunt people, but I know I I know there were some people against that, but I like Emily Blunt, and I was up for that. Yeah. Because, I mean, she was just in that movie with Tom Cruise, uh, the uh, the the one where, like, the day was reset. Uh, what's the? Is it called Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow, else? and that was, I really liked that movie. I liked that movie a lot, and I thought she was great in that. Um, I so really... that that's what kind of gave me the uh like the connection for that of her being kind of because she's like really like the the face of the army in that movie, and then um, yeah. she's very heroic. And then I don't know, she kind of stood out to me in my mind as being a Captain Marvel, and I. And I don't know if she was ever in talks for doing it, but I thought that would be cool. Um, yeah. But also, also funny, her husband John Krasinski was originally in talks for being Captain America, so that's kind of funny. Oh, thank <laughs> God that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, he should be getting Captain America's coffee. <laughs> Speaking as someone who has a big nose, I don't think he should play Captain America because he has a big nose. Ooh. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's too much nose for Captain America. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> hey, you, you gotta play the characters that you're 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 made to play. Yeah, he could have been Bucky. Uh, no, not after seeing the current Bucky. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe right. like 1940s Bucky. Yeah, that Bucky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I G Cap. Like <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I heard a I heard a rumor of Chloe Grace Moretz. Not a rumor, just this fan art of Chloe Grace Moretz is Captain Marvel. Just like, mm, ugh, no, ugh. like she's she's pretty overrated. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, she was in the Kick Ass and. That's all yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's it. She never stood out with me. Yeah, no. Oh, the um fifth wave. She was in the fifth wave. Neighbors oh, two. That yeah. bullshit. Uh, <laughs> the fifth wave. I don't I, think she's overrated right now. I don't know how the fifth wave get, wave got made. Like I was, I was watching the, the trailer came up in the theater like whenever it was about to come out, and I was just like, my god, how is this getting made? This is awful man you know it's bad when you're about to fall asleep during the trailer the, the, the trailer yeah that i mean that was god awful i don't um, know i mean she, <laughs> she I mean she's i wouldn't mind her in that role but i think 
she's she's pretty short. I mean, I, I mean Captain Marvel. I mean, it's kind of a trivial thing, but Captain Marvel's a pretty tall woman, and she's like five four, I think. Yeah, she's very well. Captain Marvel is like stoic. She looks like someone you want to like follow behind, you know? Mm-hmm. She's right. Well, she's yeah. hit girl. I mean, that's that's kind of that character, and it's, you know, it's kind of a scruffy, uh, scrappy character. Yeah, she could have been. She could be uh, Gwen Stacy. Maybe. I guess yeah, I could see that. Yeah. She can be Gwen Stacy, but I don't see her as Captain Marvel. Nah. Yeah. I mean, maybe like uh, Spider Girl might be able to do that. Yeah, mm. something like that. Yeah, Squirrel Girl. Squir- Squirrel oh. Girl. Yeah. I yeah. No, too. I see her as Squirrel Girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who would I rather play? Captain Marvel. I think. Um, I don't know, to be honest. Like, I have no idea. No idea. No idea. Um, yeah. In the pre-show, I did bring up Ronda Rousey, but you all shot that down. Yeah, no, we shot that down. Rock. We shot down that quick. That was <laughs> yeah, <Right> quick. <laughs> yeah, a rock. A rock would have better range. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Rhonda. We know you're. You, we know you're listening, but no. <laughs> Please don't beat the shit oh, out of me. Oh my gosh, Rhonda Rousey. <laughs> you, she can. She can beat the shit out of me, but I still won't go see her movie. Yeah, she's gonna have to beat the shit out of me to see that. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, see, I'll have to see. I'll reserve judgment until I see a trailer or you know, see. Um, a feature in or whatever, or even yep. see the movie. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, that's kind of where the rubber meets the road. And <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I think this this role is a good opportunity to bring a new female actress in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, <clears throat> nah, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence couldn't play that role. No, I'm I'm done with no. She's a little bit overplayed right now. <laughs> yeah, no. We she's in enough franchises. I think she'd get tired of the costume by the second movie. Yeah. So she just have to wear normal street clothes when she fought crime. Yep. <laughs> yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Just going back to X Men real quick. Like she's only in the makeup and stuff for probably two minutes in the movie. Like probably less than that. Because. Oh like, really? Yeah. No. Like for real. Like I think that one. Is she just constantly shifting into like a different, um, like a different form, or is no, she just no. always in her human form? No. I mean, I think she only like shifts into two. Into other people twice in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't even use the power as much. Yeah, she uses it like twice, like once earlier on in the movie, and then once like later in the third act. Um, and then I can't imagine it's a comfortable prosthetic no. to be in. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure like after the first, she's like, yeah. Uh, how about less of that? I know yeah. that's my, no, it's, well, my that's, character is supposed to look like that, but yeah, no, but that's why I, I liked you know the end credits, the not the end credit scene, but the the but the final scene with them all in their new costumes. I really liked her new costume because uh, I mean it kind of it kind of like pays homage yeah. to her comic book costume because it's got like the white uh, thing going down the middle of the costume and stuff, and I I really liked that. And like the only makeup she has on is her face, and that's it. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, honestly, Mystique never was naked in the comic books. No, right. <laughs> no, that was just something Brian Singer likes. Yeah, <laughs> and they just kept doing it throughout all the movies. Black leather and naked Mystique. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got issues. Oh. <laughs> but he won't put Wolverine in the costume. Nope. Nope. 
Maybe, maybe in the, this next Wolverine movie, we'll see him in a cost, like a good costume. Maybe. Are you maybe. wanting to see like the yellow spandex? Yep. Or the brown, the brown and tan? No, I want yellow. Yeah. <laughs> go all the way. I'll, I'll go yellow and black. Yeah, I'll go yellow and black. Yellow and black? Mm-hmm. I think do you think that, that would transfer nicely to the, the screen? Or do you think it's just like a comic thing that we just come to accept as? I mean, he has like the wings that come out from the helmet. They could yeah, do but... it. They could do it. They, they, I mean, they made Vision work in the Marvel movies. Yeah, they like... made Vision work. Uh, truth talk, when I was younger reading the comic books, I thought that Wolverine's hair was shaped like that because of his Because of his mask. helmet. <laughs> it was like a, a crazy case of like helmet hair. Yeah. And it just like formed it that way. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because it's like it pushes his hair down and that's just the eyes of the mask. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, um. just uh, real quick. Uh, did any of you happen to watch the uh, Warcraft first look thing? Um, I, I didn't put it in the show notes because I just I I just remembered it. Um, but uh, War uh HBO did like a first look at Warcraft. Jared, did you see that? Is that something behind the scenes like Chris Metzen? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I it, saw that. Well, oh, he, but, like dressed up in the uh, wolf mask or whatever. Yeah, but this thing was this thing was about like ten minutes long. Like it was oh, like no. HBO did a, like a full like thing behind the scenes. Um, no, I think it's made a clip of it. But um, if you say it's on HBO, I might go see it and watch it tonight. Yeah, no, go watch it because uh, I thought it was really interesting. Um, Elton, what are your kind of thoughts on Warcraft? Warcraft? <laughs> yeah, um, it could be. I don't know. Looking at it, it kind of puts me in the mind of Beowulf. For some reason, I think of Beowulf when I'm watching it. It's like oh, because it's very maybe, heavily CGI. Because but Beowulf, CGI. Beowulf had awesome parts, yeah, and not so awesome parts. So it could be that. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. It could be good, or it could be really bad. Honestly, it could be Beowulf or what else was bad? What was a bad movie? Spirit. <laughs> it yeah. could. Be, it could really fail. Honestly. Yeah, no, and I, I'm I'm really hoping it doesn't, because um, I really want I want to see more in this universe, because um, I love it and I want to see more. <laughs> I understand, man. Yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh God, man! <laughs> no, we're never gonna get a, a good live action Dragon Ball. Like that, we're never yeah, that going to. Last Airbender with uh, M Night Shyamalan did his shit take all over that. Yeah. Oh man! Jeez, <laughs> what is with that guy? He, he was he was he was so promising in those first couple films, and then he yeah. just shit the bed. What a twist! <laughs> Yo, you know what's weird? I just thought it's really off topic, but I was thinking about M Night Shyamalan, like he changing the race of an entire nation. Like no one was was anybody Asian in that movie except like background characters. Which movie was that? Last Airbender. Oh, no, like, I don't know. He had he had the Water Tribe Eskimos, right? So it wasn't no shortage of Eskimo actors. He chose the two main heroes. You know what I'm saying? Like the rest of the village, like their grandma was an Eskimo. <laughs> so it's kind of like, what is going on here? And then yeah. the Fire Nation is now Indian. Nice. Just, I know what the fans want. I don't. I don't care what the fans want. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Yeah, and I'm just gonna yeah. do that. 
Well, that's a general thing. I mean, and that was kind of a weird situation, but just Hollywood in general, um, not kind of sticking with, uh, you know, specific races and, and ethnicities for like, yeah, I mean, we can go back to like the ghost in the shell and stuff like that with that recent thing with, um, Scarlett Johansson. But, um, a lot of it comes down to marketing and, uh, other times it just comes down to stupid decisions by stupid directors. Yep. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> not too sense on that. <laughs> yep. Um, I think that about wraps up the show, guys. Dang, I can't believe we talked about that movie. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you final should, uh, a new for like just called random shit. You can just talk about whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'd be funny. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that wraps it up for us here at the Spoiler Talk Podcast. Uh, overall, I, I do think it was worth going to see the X-Men movie. Um, especially if you're, a fan, if you're a fan of the series, definitely go see it. Um, if not, yeah, whatever, just wait till you can rent it or whatever. Um, but, yeah, um, if you're listening to us on iTunes and you want to watch the uh, video version of the podcast, you can go to bit.ly slash spoiler talk podcast. Or if you're listening to us on uh, YouTube, or watching us on YouTube, rather, uh, and you want to fill your ears with us on iTunes, uh, you can go to bit.ly slash spoiler talk iTunes. Um, yeah, so that wraps us up, guys. Thanks for coming, Elton. Uh, Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'd definitely like to have you as a guest more often. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, whenever, I mean, whenever you want to come on, just shoot me a text. You're more than welcome, more than welcome to come. All right. And that's it for us, guys. And we're outie. Bye. Peace. <laughs>